Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which has the duty to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor Dag Heward Mills. Our teaching this Tuesday is focused on thankfulness and will cause you to consider how grateful you are to God and how well you express your gratitude. Bishop Dag will teach from his insightful book, How Can I Say Thanks?, and will encourage you that the mouth of a Christian should always be filled with thanks and praises unto God. You will also learn how giving thanks unto God is a major key to releasing miracles in your life as well as entering God's presence. Enjoy today's blessed word. Trouble waters, none come. 
Well, once again, you're welcome to How Can I Say Thanks Sunday. Oh, I can't hear your shout. This is our last Sunday service for the year. Next week, Sunday is Christmas Day. The next Sunday will be in the next year. So this is how we are saying thank you to Jesus. Amen. And after three weeks of, of drought, our father is back home in the house. Come on, give God a shout of praise. And, and um, we are blessed today. We have many things to be grateful to God for. When you, when you um, think about what God has done this year, there are many things that we have to say thank you to God for. Amen. For example, that we are no longer in the World Cup. Because by now we will be stressed about playing against somebody. But God has nicely given us peace. And here we are. All we can say is thank you, God. Amen. I know some people who are not in church today because they are watching World Cup finals. But you can thank God that it was not enough to overcome you. And you are here in the house of God. Amen. So God has sustained us. God has blessed us. God has given us a beautiful church. Last year by this time, the church was completely different. But God has blessed us. And perhaps most of all, God has given us a good pastor. And a good prophet. So, for the very last time of a normal Sunday service, for the last Sunday in 2022, we want to welcome again, it's our privilege again to welcome our prophet, our pastor, our shepherd, our teacher. And we're going to sing the song one very last time. And we still believe that nothing is impossible. Come on, all over this place. Lift your hands and let's sing it for the last time. When you put your trust in God, nothing is impossible. a million for today and thanks for your blessing that we are receiving as we come into your presence lead us Holy Spirit we pray thank you for this 
Sunday of the year, the last one normal Sunday. We're grateful. We're thankful. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Now, have I been away? Oh, yeah. Somehow I I thought I'd been around. I was away somewhere, right? You saw me at Flow Church. I thought I saw you at Flow Church. That's why. Well, that's a blessing. Today, I want to share with you about how can I say thanks. Amen. Because it's how can I say thanks Sunday. Is there a book? I like to hold a book. There's a book like that, I believe. Do we have one? All right. Oh, yes. How can I say thanks? Yes. How can I say thanks? That is a real blessing. How can I say thank you to God and to whoever needs to thank you to be said? Thank you very much. How can I say thanks? It's a real book. So, this is an important question. How can you say thanks? Now, one day I heard somebody say that to give a particular person a gift would be not a good thing. He advised not to give a gift to a particular person. And the reason was that it would place a burden on the one who receives the gift. A burden too big for the person to carry. Do you see? And in a sense, it is true. Sometimes, even when you give someone something, you have placed a burden on the person. A burden because thank you must be said. And the person is now burdened with the reality that he has to say thank you for what has been done. So, this is a a burden... How many want to stop receiving gifts so that you never have such a burden? Do you want to stop receiving good things from God so that you don't have that burden of having to say thank you? I was surprised. You know, this guy was actually like a philosopher or psychologist or what he was trying to explain the psychology of it that if you give the person something, it will put a burden on him. And that burden is not fair, he was trying to say. It's not fair to put that burden on the person. So, so it's like they should, they, they should not give that gift. Hey, people have uh, ideas. Word salad ideas. A bit like the financial things. Now, 
how can I say thanks? You know, whenever something is done, all right, uh, for you and to you, the first thing is to notice what has been done. Because one of the reasons why people don't say thank you and don't say thank you properly is because they don't notice something that is being done. Do you get what I'm saying? They don't notice it. And then sometimes when you are in a good situation, they actually get used to good things. So people get used to good things. Like you are all used to seeing. I mean, I don't know anybody who's woken up. Thank you for my eyesight. Thank you that I see. It's like, it's, it's normal for you to see. So you get used to things that God does every day for you. And that is one of the reasons why people don't say thank you. Because you actually have a good thing. In a sense, sometimes it is good for people to have the opportunity sometimes to have both sides. So that they appreciate. There are people who are married today that are happily married because they've had a first relationship which was not peaceful. We have two types of relationships. Peaceful and non-peaceful. Relationship where there's always something. There's something that has to be explained Something that has to be discussed. Something that has to have meetings about. And some type of, there's always something. That's why I always encourage you that if you are in a relationship and there is even a meeting today, I would advise you to break up by 6 p.m. And I'm not joking. You know, when you are in a relationship, you are supposed to be happy and in love. Not that there is something that we have to point out and correct. There is a meeting about something. Then how will it be like when you are married? It's too much. What are all these? Ask your neighbor, what are all these? The meetings are too many. One relationship that you've entered, we always have counseling with you and your beloved. It's something to discuss all the time. No, 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 no. It's an IMC. There are people who are in relationships and they are Ashamed to let people know the kind of continuous quarrels and issues today, this, tomorrow your mother, tomorrow is my mother, your father, my father, your family, my family, 
the, the topics are just going to be changing all along. The best attitude in relationship should be thankfulness. I thank God for your life. I thank God. Thanksgiving is so important. I thank God that I met you. I thank God that you broke up with that other relationship and came to me. Maybe you repeated a class. And because you repeated a class, you came back one year. And then when you came back one year, you met the person. You must always be thankful, Lord, for repeating me that one year. Oh, your father jumped you one year ahead in school and it made you meet your friend ah what a blessing so thankfulness must be the hallmark of all your relationships amen are you listening to me and there's going to be great joy in your life amen be ye thankful Amen. And Colossians chapter 3 verse 15. It says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also you are called. You are called for peace. That's why that relationship you are in, I don't agree that it's a relationship from God. Because it says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also you are called. That is what you've been called to. A peaceful coexistence. Ah, you know, but there are a lot of differences between women and men. Hey! And you see, these modern brothers who have come, they don't understand a lot of things that they have to understand as the women. Wow. You know something? Excuse me, please. We are sorry. We are sorry. What are all these? Sorry for the relationship. He says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also you are called in one body. That's what you've been called to. Peace. We've been called to be in this church together peacefully. You get what I'm saying? Supposing I'm preaching, my preaching is not good enough for you. Have you considered assemblies of God? There's assemblies of God just here. There's Baptists. There's Church of Christ. I mean, we don't have to go far. Church of Christ is here. It's a good church. Uh, what other church? LCC. churches we are called to peace 
Oh, yes. We are not caught. Let's read it again. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. To the which? To what? To meetings. You are called to meetings. Meetings? Counselings? One person going to marry, the counselling is so long. You don't understand anything. The things are explained and explained and explained. What are you not happy about? Ah, she's too big. I want her to reduce weight. I beg you, please. Leave my daughter with her weight. That is how she came. Jolly plump. If you like, you take. If you don't like, you leave. Hey! You don't like her size. Then why are you proposing to this size? She's too slim. Hey. I want her to put on weight. I want her to put on weight. Please leave my baby alone. Oh, I beg you. Her legs are like spiders. I said, look, you cannot come and start describing legs as spider, spider legs. What are all these? Where were you trained? Leave my thing for me, please. There are people who like it just like that. She talks too much. And you still want to marry somebody who talks too much. Leave the baby alone. How many want them to leave our baby alone? She says she talks too much. Your mouth. On Apple, go and watch television. You hear people talking all the time. So, we are called to peace, not to meetings. Not to what? Meetings. Some people, their house is like a boardroom with a chairman and a challenger. <laughs> there is a chairman of the board meeting with a challenger I think I'll stop all this type of preaching in the church I'm going to stop <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, today is, um, how can I say thanks? And all that that we are saying is, be thankful. Oh, yes. I am happy to be in a relationship with you. But your brother, I'm not happy with your brother. And then also, your other sister. Hey! 
That one too has become a meeting. Relax. Sister, maybe the brother that you have gotten is a small boy for you. Maybe you need a more mature fatherly uncle. A fatherly uncle with whom you may feel safe and then you calm down to enjoy relationship. Leave the small boys alone. We are sorry. Now, in the last days, when evil multiplies, you are going to see people being more unthankful and more discontented all the time, not happy. Always something is wrong. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. This know also that in the last days, perilous or dangerous times shall come. That means that your marriage will be a dangerous venue. Dangerous times means dangerous marriages. Dangerous relationships. Perilous. Why? For men shall be lovers of their own selves. This is what's going to make the world more and more dangerous. The world is dangerous because men shall be lovers of their own selves. They love themselves. Then they are covetous after money. You get it? And things. Then they will be boasters. The way the person speaks. A very, like a very big person. Boasters. Proud. Proud. Pray that you never be proud. Always pray that you be humble. Because the pride is the nature of the devil. Blasphemous. Disobedient to parents. And thankful. So when demons multiply and evil multiplies in the last days, one of the characteristics is discontentment and unthankfulness. It's going to make the world more agitated and more evil. And that's how it's going to be more and more. You know, when I came to the First Love Church, I found more people, maybe because of more young people, I never knew that people didn't like their parents. Because I, I didn't know that. But I find more and more children not happy with their parents. So, that, so much so that when even a child has genuinely a parent who is really some way, it's difficult even to know because it's almost like there'll be that default negativity towards the parents. Because some parents are really some way. 
Oh, yes. Because parents are human beings. I never knew that there's so much negativity. All right? So, make sure you don't catch the unthankful flu. You know, one time I went to a conference. I saw somebody sneezing. Then I saw another person blowing the nose. Now we were in this conference room. Then I saw another person, their head was bent back like this. Hey! Then I saw another person say, can I, can I be excused, please? And then I went to lie down in my bed and I said, I teach you. I teach you. And I saw that the thing had come on me. And everybody I knew who I went with got it. I never seen anything that spread like it's like an animal that is moving from person to person till it came to me. Fearlessly. You see, there are some things you, you have to, you don't have to say I'm too, I'm bigger than that thing. You have to know that it's spreading. It's coming. It's coming no matter who you are. And I'm saying that unthankfulness and unhappiness with what God has done is spreading in the system. If you don't take care in these last days, you will be a person who will be unthankful when you should have been just singing all the day long, singing praises to the Lord. Oh yes. Oh yes. Do you know how many times I've seen people somebody comes and says I like you, I want to marry you. Then it's as if they they develop a rejection fever. They have nobody to tell them who is going to like you. Who is going to like you? This is your chance. People don't think that way. Immediately there's a problem. Ah! And as soon as that happens, if you propose to somebody, the person says, oh, you know, I'm not so sure because of this. Leave it, the person immediately says, oh, thank you, uh, thank you. Good evening, good evening. Uh, <laughs> good, good, good evening. Sorry for left. See you. <laughs> Don't even continue. I'm telling you, it's a real thing. That, the thing that the person has expressed is dangerous. Yes, there's a problem about this. Stop it, it's okay. Thank you, I'm sorry, I've made a mistake. Run. There are too many thoughts in the person. Yeah. I was thinking about your age and my age. I was thinking about your educational background, my educational background. I was thinking about this, you were thinking about it's okay. Sorry. There are some people who don't think about all those things. Hmm. You know, sometimes when I'm talking, I think people feel that maybe I'm just, you know, just saying something that is just. 
I wish the things I was saying were not true. But unfortunately, they are true. So, number one, every prayer of yours should be filled with thank yous. Amen. Amen? Wow. How many are going to do that? All the time when you pray, you say, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 106. Praise you, the Lord, O give thanks, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of God? Who can show forth all his praise? Blessed are they that keep judgment. Where is she? Come and sing for me. Where's Danny boy? Oh, yes. Sing praises. Oh, yes. Just, you know, some of the, just saying thank you. I'm telling all your, all your prayers should have praises. Thanks. We just sing a little bit. concert, we are just preaching concert is on Tuesday, concert is on Tuesday oh yes let your mouth be filled with thank yous praises all the time to the Lord amen number two be thankful as an attitude. 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 Is that not how they say attitude? And be ye thankful. 
Amen. There are some people I know they will always be thankful. I know they'll be thankful. I have three responses that I'm used to. One is thankful. People that are, they, they, will know, they will know what you are doing and they will read into it a good thing. That's the first good response. And they will say thank you. Then there are those who are flat. They'll say, hmm, thank you. Even when they are saying that thank you, it's as if uh, part of the lips are sewn together and only part opens. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And even when you, when it comes out, but I said thank you. I said, I said thank you. Or is it really necessary to say thank you? I mean, I mean, I said, okay, thank you very much. And there are people that are flat. Those are the type of people when you marry them, you never really know whether the person loves you. You have to remember the earlier proposal on a letter. You have to depend on the note that you received some years ago. Are you listening? Oh, yes. Flat. As you see the person, that's how it is. Expressionless flatness. And number three, those who, when you are supposed to say thank you, you may get, even if you don't take care, you'll be corrected. You'll be what? Corrected. You will be corrected. If you are going to give something, is that not the way? Is that how you do for? You'll be surprised. Hmm. Alrighty. So give thanks. Be thankful. Now ask your neighbor, are you one of the people who is thankful or flat or negative? Which one are you? That's how the person will be sexually too. formal person you know, that's how the person is, the person is formal oh yes the formalities are everywhere I'll stop this type of question, I'm going, I've closed alright, let us uh, summarize now Hmm. now, number three, give thanks as a weapon that releases great miracles. Amen. Thanksgiving releases great miracles. How be it there came other boats from Tiberias 
nigh unto the place where they did eat bread. After that the Lord had given thanks. They came to the place where the Lord gave thanks. That was where, they didn't say the place where he multiplied bread, but where he gave thanks. The significant spiritual event that happened was the Lord saying thank you for the five loaves of bread. That's what was important there. So they said, let's go to the place where the Lord gave thanks. And that's the place where they wanted to make Jesus a king. For turning all that bread, multiplying the bread. So giving thanks releases more miracles. More miracles. I remember one time I went to play golf in a certain poor country. When I finished playing, by the grace of God, my playing wasn't bad. So I was quite happy. So I called the caddies. I wanted to bless them. So we gave them something. And uh, they were so happy. They were so happy. Hey! And a small amount of money. Nothing much. And they were so happy. And their happiness provoked me. I said, oh, they are so happy for this small thing. Let's do more. Let's do more. Let's do more. This small thing, look at how they are blessing. I mean, they are blessing my parents, blessing my whatever. Because of something small. Let's do more. Let's do more. So I told the person I was praying, I said, let's look, let's find money. And we found money and went and found them. Blessed them more. They have never seen anything like that before. And what provoked it? Their thankfulness and their gratefulness over this small thing. It does something even to the one who gives. When God sees your thankfulness, it provokes him to do a miracle in your life. You are thanking me for this. There are some people, you see, you give them an old car. They will kneel down and worship you. Thank you for this. And it's also, but it's an old car. No, but it's a car that you yourself drove. That's enough for me. Oh, it's something. They will find some reason. Is it not an Opel 1972 model? Is it not Opel 72? <laughs> oh, yes. Somebody else. You give the person a car. The person who will have something. Yes. Flat. And if you don't get the person who said the expenses that I have, the expenses that I have to make on this car. Because you have given it to me, it even caused a financial loss to the state. (laughs) 
it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment to me. Then the person who was so happy, you say that ah, let me even get something better for the person. I'm saying thanksgiving provokes more miracles from God. That is why when you lift your hand and say, Lord, thank you for this, God says, Oh, this one is more one. You are thanking me so much. The thanksgiving is so profuse. Let me bless my child even more. I don't know whether I'm getting across to people who are listening to me or I don't know what I'm talking about. Hmm. How can I say thanks? Amen. How can I say thanks? Amen. And I know that from today, you are going to have a thankful relationship. You are going to have what? Oh, yes. And that's the only relationship we want you to have in church. Must be thankful to God for your pastor. Thankful to God. Most of you haven't said thank you for the air conditioning that has been put here. It's like you are sort of like flat. It's like it should be there. After all, we, we, we know that it should be there. But you haven't said thank you. You haven't said thank you for this beautiful blue carpet over here. You haven't said thank you for the chairs. People are sitting on plastic chairs. The instruments and the beautiful thing that we've done here. Yes. Or the screens. You haven't said thank you. You are saying that, you are rather saying that, but don't you know that those on that side also need a screen? Sorry for left. Oh, yes. The music. Many of you haven't said thank you for the music. Do you know how or how we practice? You know how we practice the hours closing at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., doing rehearsals, only rehearsal, music. Do you know what Danny Boy does? One man orchestra. Huh? One man orchestra. You hear the music as if it is made in California. It just passed by, you look at the person, it's like, oh yeah. Of course, you better know your work, you better do your work well. You better do your work well, eh? Charlie, people are somewhere. Thankful. Look at the many star singers that you are getting in your church. Stars, they are international stars. At a high level. Hmm? You don't know what it is. So let us be thankful. So that we can have the blessing of God. And it will provoke more. Miracles. In Jesus name. Thanksgiving neutralizes poisons in food. Timothy chapter 4. What's that noise in the speaker? It's a hum. 
It's discouraging us. Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God has created. For every creature of God is good and nothing, including pigs, and nothing to be refused. Especially the pigs. If, if, if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. So today, all pork eaters, if there is something bad in pork, eh, Thanksgiving neutralizes any bad thing in the pork. Every drink you drink, every beef you eat, every sandwich you have, the power of thanksgiving will neutralize every poison and negativity in that food. In the name of Jesus. Be thankful for your rice and your eggs and your fish and your shrimps and your locust. Whatever you eat, thanksgiving will neutralize in Jesus' name. Amen. Give thanks. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 18. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Where is she? Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks. Oh, yes. Giving thanks always for all things unto God. Giving thanks always. How many would like to marry somebody when you wake up in the morning and she looks at you and she smiles and she says, thank you for marrying me. Not that you get up, she's on her phone, she's sending some messages to some people and she's doing, checking something on WhatsApp. Eh? She's very busy. She has somewhere to go and it's like, yeah, yeah, I know you married me and it's fine and all that. I'm grateful. I mean, thank God for all those things. I believe we've said all that at the wedding reception. You gave your vote of thanks. I also gave my vote of thanks and we are moving on. Hey! How many would like a smile on an island somewhere? And I see somebody here on an island. I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what it is. Turn our captivity, O Lord. Turn things around. Hey, God is going to do wonders. God is going to do wonders. You know, I want us to be grateful to God for something little that He does for us. 
You know, when I look back at the church, last during the pandemic, they produced a little documentary about the history of the church. When I look at it and I say, hey, we were happy. We were thankful with nothing. You know, God looks at how thankful you are with nothing and he decides to add blessings. So he show you that this thing that you said thank you for, it rubbed my spirit, my soul. And I've decided to show you something else so that you, you see what you even say now. Beautiful. That is why he says, speaking to yourself in Psalms. Come and sing me one of those Psalms. of Zion We were like them that dream Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing Then said they among the heathen The Lord has done great things He has done great Thanks for them. Turn again, oh Lord, our captivity. them that dream our mouths were filled with laughter start it again brother can you sing it of Zion We were like them that dream Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing Then said they among the heathen The Lord had done great things He has done great Thanks for them Turn again, oh Lord Our captivity Rides the wrongs Help me, Lord
We're not having a concert, man. That's a blessing. The Lord is going to right all the wrongs. Amen. So giving thanks. Oh, I don't know why you are standing. Are you trying to close me? Is it a type of a way of signal that it was time and all that? So, God is turning your captivity. And when some people, when he turns their captivity, instead of singing a psalm to him, they'll be saying, "Mm, I've noticed, but for the past two years, I've been through a lot of difficulties. So anyway, this is something small the Lord has done. It's okay. I pray you will not have a flat person. Huh? How many want a flat, emotionally flat person? Uh, some of us are emotionally flat, but we want somebody who is emotionally boisterous. All right. Finally, Colossians chapter 2. You're flourishing. Amen. You're flourishing and you're abounding. Is dependent on your level of thankfulness. Amen. You are going to flourish more the more you are thankful. You see, like those caddies, those caddies, I get they flourished more from their thankfulness. Yes. Rooted and built up in him. Colossians 2 7. Established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Amen. You know, one day I went to play golf and uh, somewhere in the middle, I, I said to the caddies, come and let's take a picture. I want to take a picture with you. Now, one of them said something. He said, since I became a caddy, nobody has ever taken a picture with me before. Yeah, yes, they were grateful. Nobody has ever there. You see, I, I was more... Yeah, I can't take more pictures. What can I do? <laughs> God is being stirred up to do something more for you. Yes. Small job that he has given you at the bank or wherever. Look how you are thanking him as though he has opened whatever, heavens, whatever. You are grateful. You are grateful. So you're abounding. Tell somebody I'm abounding. I'm flourishing. Oh yes, as I give thanks. Bible says rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, abounding therein with thanksgiving. One day I was in Panama. You'll be there soon. In South America. And I was in a very tall hotel with glass. The whole hotel is glass in the front and it overlooks the ocean. Very beautiful hotel. 
And our, our host was always putting us in that nice hotel. And I was with Bishop Joel. So I got into the lift, and then he came. I think he was two seconds after me. So I stood in the lift, and he came in. And he looked at me, and I said, we are blessed. He said, he said to me, maybe because you keep on saying we are blessed, that is why we are blessed. He said this to me about 15 years ago. He said, maybe because you keep saying we are blessed, we are blessed. Maybe it is making a blessing come on us. I remember exactly where we were in the lift. He said, maybe because you keep saying we are blessed, we are blessed. Some of you keep saying we are okay. Some of you keep saying nothing. Some say we are tired. Oh yeah, I'm tired. Even honeymoon cry, you are tired. Honeymoon, you are tired. Young people, if you joke with this honeymoon, the grown-ups are going to take over all the honeymoon venues. But the grown-ups, they have more money to go for such honeymoons. <laughs> Turn to somebody and say, Charlie, we are blessed. Oh, Charlie, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. We are blessed. There is a blessing. It's a blessing. be flat. Eh? Don't be flat. Speak out and say we are blessed and it's a blessing. This is a blessing. Yes. Because if you don't take care, Satan will give you, and you see, I'm trying to teach you a culture, a way of talking. Because You know, everybody's family has a way of speaking. There are some people, there's always like a quarrel, you know, quarrel. this, you know, ole loco, this, I mean, I don't want to say we tried, but you know, you know, ole loco, you know, I want to say, Aah! I want to show you a culture, a culture of always saying, thank you, we are blessed, Charlie, we are blessed, it's a blessing, it's a blessing, this is a blessing, thank God, it's a blessing. Instead of finding something wrong with everything. Why should my father send me to this school? Why should my mother send me? Look at the small pocket money that I have. Does he want me to become a prostitute and go back for money? Brother say we are blessed. It's a blessing. That is a blessing. Your neighbor, I'm not feeling the thank you from your end. I'm not feeling it. I don't know whether you are the cause of this message. Where are these people? Yes. but just be thanking God all the time. We want to just be always, you know, thank you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. I praise you. I thank you. We are blessed. I praise you, Lord. I thank you. We are blessed. 
I mean, preaching that, that it just stops and then there's a song. I mean, we'll not be thankful for that one too. We'll just be taking it as normal. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will rejoice in thee. Oh, wow, wow, wow. I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will rejoice in thee. I will be glad and I will sing praises to thy name. works. I'll praise thee, O Lord. Oh. And that's Psalm 9. Psalm 9. Yes. I mean, is it not lovely? Will you be flat about this one too? I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. Come sing it again. I feel like hearing that part again. <laughs> Sorry, if the sermon is too long, you can leave. If maybe it's, it's too long for you, you can leave. Come on, baby. Thy name, O oh, Most High. 
shall fall and perish at thy presence, at thy presence. I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. blessing what a blessing what a blessing this is too amazing tomorrow is a concert so make sure you're around uh, tuesday tuesday wow amen oh are you blessed by how can i say thanks use thanksgiving as your key to getting into god's presence yes Thanksgiving is your key to getting into God's presence. Amen. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with sounds. With sound. Amen. Amen. Psalm 95 and verse 2. Hey, thank you is one of the keys by which you can get God's presence. You know, one day I sowed a seed in Kenneth Hagin's life, the only seed I ever had a chance to sow. And his son said to me, follow me, please. And he took me to his father. His father was deep inside at the back of the church. And you know what it was for? So that his father would say thank you. You know, sometimes thank you is the only reason why you ever interact with somebody. Yeah. Thank you is a very wonderful thing. Even a very great person has a burden to say thank you. Sometimes may be the only access that you have to such a person. Thank you is a wonderful thing. Giving thanks is a wonderful thing. Many people, it has been the only reason why they ever have interaction with someone, just to say thank you. Watch out for your thank yous. They may take you places. So be grateful. Be grateful. Notice and be thankful. Oh, yes. Derek Prince said, in the British culture, when someone gives something to you, you say thank you before you even take it. When the person stretches out his hand, the thank you comes first. You see, the culture, the British culture, have certain, you know, things that they, 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 they've sort of passed on. And he said, you say thank you. When I heard him preaching about saying thank you, this was one of the things he said. When the thing is better, before you even hold it, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Nice. It's like the, it's, it, must just, it just comes. You don't even have it to go home with it. Before it's even in your hands, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. 
Yes. It will take you places. It will take you places. As against a silent, dull approach. Oh, yes. Are you listening to me? May you be blessed with thank yous and a thankful spirit. Yes. Be thankful to your old mother and to your old father. Be thankful for all the things that they ever did for you. Be thankful to God. Be thankful to your old uncle and your auntie who ever fed you, who ever gave you something. Be thankful to anyone who ever just gave you something small or was there at the crossroads of your life. Be thankful. Be thankful. Let them always be thankful that you were one of the people they ever did something for. Among the thousands of ungrateful people that you in particular, it was worth knowing you and worth ever loving you or even showing you any kindness and mercy. Yes, let them always be glad about you in particular among all the others. Are you listening to me? Oh yes, it's a blessing. You will come into his presence and you will experience his blessing. Be thankful to God for all his servants that are sent to you. And God sends you a man and a gift. Be grateful. Yes. And finally, finally is something we say is in the Bible. Finally. So it's, it's a verse in the Bible. <laughs> Psalm 107. <laughs> oh, give. Th- this is a message. Because when you say thank you to somebody, you are saying to the person that he is a good person. Yes. You are telling you are a good person. That's why you are even doing this and I'm saying thank you. Yes. Which is a very important communication. Psalm 107 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. You see, you give thanks because the person is a good person. So, thank you has a secondary hidden message that you are a good person. It's a communication. Because people are saying, oh, he's a bad person. He's a wicked man. He's a this, he's a that. But your thank you is saying thank you with a secondary message followed up that you are actually a good person. You are a good person. Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. For he is good. For he is good. And his mercies endureth forever. Psalm 118, all give thanks to the Lord for he is good. For he is good. Psalm 118 verse 29. The same message. Giving thanks to someone. Always sends home the message. You are a good person. That's why you have been like this to me. You are a good person. And that is a message you want to transmit. And not anything flat or silence. You need to transmit it. Children, listen to me. You don't know how good your parents and your parents are. And that's why sometimes you be careful. Those who say things, funny things, and slant children against, especially their father. Yes. You must be careful. For he is good. For he is good. He is good. 
Yes. Thank you, Daddy. Because you are a good person. You have been good. Thank you has a secondary message behind it. That must come from you. Many miracles are going to come into your life. Stop crumbling and stop being the number one complainer at your workplace. Come on now. I'm surprised at you that you, you and your office will be the top center for discontentment. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. Be thankful. You should be ashamed of yourself for being the number one center of discontentment in your workplace. Your boss should have found you the one with a good spirit among all the workers and picked you out from the congregation in the office and said, this person has a different attitude. This person is a thankful person. This person is a grateful person. And the thank you means by boss, you are good. You are good. Thank you. Yes, you are a good person. Thank you. Because most of the time, bosses and organizations are told they are bad. But there you are. So wonderful. In the midst of all the negativity. People don't want to be HR managers because they are the most disliked people because they have so many things. Oh, receive a good spirit today. Yes, receive a good spirit. On this, how can I say thanks Sunday? Go with thanksgiving. Go with thanksgiving. Make some calls. Send some messages. Say thank you. And say thank you to God. Hey! God is wild though. How many want to know why Jesus, when Jesus came to Thomas and he said, Thomas, come here. Put your hand in my palm. And when he put his hand, there was a whole big hole there. And in my side. How many want to know why Jesus came to Thomas that day? Do you want to know why? I don't think you want to know why. Now I'm going to tell you a secret from heaven. Do you really want to know why? Because Jesus heard Thomas when he said, me, I don't believe all these things. Jesus heard it. He heard it. He heard him talking. He hears you when you are talking. You say you don't believe. Me, I'll never believe. I tell you, this thing you guys are saying that he's alive. I don't believe it. I'm telling you, look, me, I've had enough of all this. The guy, Jesus had every word. And he came to him and said, come on, touch. Jesus hears you when you are complaining in your room. How many have complained in your room before? How many talk to yourself when you are alone? You just be walking and talking. Huh? I thought I was the only one who talks to myself. The other day I was shouting at myself in the room. (laughs) Stand to your feet. Let's go home. The points are finished and my battery is also finished. (laughs) 
I tell you, saying thank you, sometimes it's your life that you have to say thank you. The burden is too much. The burden of thank you is too much. It's only your life that can be used to say thank you. That is why what you ever do with your life is part of your thanksgiving. Yeah. What do you ever do? So your life is your thank you. I don't know if you've ever heard Keith Green. Keith Green said, I wrote a letter to God. And I didn't know where to post it. So I put it in my Bible. Keith Green said he wrote the letter to God and put it in his Bible. And you know what, what Keith Green said in his song? Oh Lord, you're beautiful. This was the letter he wrote and he put in his Bible. Your face is all I see. And when your eyes are on this child, your grace abounds to me. You know, when I heard him say that he wrote to God, I could relate with it. He said, I wrote to the Lord. And I didn't know where to send this letter. So I put it in, in the Bible. Then he started singing. Oh Lord, you are beautiful. Your face is all. Receive a good spirit of thankfulness 
and gratefulness. How can I say thanks? With my life also, I can say thanks. We give you praise, Lord. We give you thanks. For everyone here who receives a good spirit, and those watching online, on YouTube, on Facebook, we thank you that you are touching every life and making us, Lord, grateful, grateful children. We are grateful in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. How can we say thanks? Lord, you are beautiful. Oh, Lord, you are beautiful. Your face. Your face. Your face. this good spirit you give to us today in Jesus name and as every head is bowed and every eye closed if you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus lift up your hands and let me pray with you right away God bless you pastor God bless you I want to say pastor please pray with me I want to give my life to God to Jesus and lift your hand and God bless you if you've lifted your hand up high like that I want you to Take another step of faith and come to me in front and stand in front of me right here. Come from where you are. Come from upstairs. Come from the side. Come from everywhere. Come all the way. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You are beautiful. Your face is all I see. Let's say this prayer together. Close your eyes and say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my heart to Jesus Christ. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I open my heart. I receive Jesus as my Savior. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. I thank you for saving me. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, I want you to follow the follow me sign over there. God is going to bless you. The pastor who is holding the follow me, please go this way. And you all may be seated and take your communion. Take your holy communion. And if you're watching online as well, Take your Holy Communion. I'm doing that with you as well. Online. That is YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Father, thank you for the Holy Bread. We receive your healing. And as we partake, whether in the hospital, at home, anywhere, we believe in the miracle power of Jesus. The body of Jesus Christ. Now take the wine 
May you be covered with the blood of Jesus and protected from any and every evil that presents itself. The blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. May you be covered. May you be delivered. May you be protected from every evil. The blood of Jesus Christ. your hands for your blessing may the Lord cover you and as we come to the end of the year may you be covered and protected in the name of Jesus Christ whatever wickedness has targeted you it is blocked right now. Receive complete covering. Divine protection. No evil shall come nigh your dwelling place. No plague shall come nigh your dwelling place. You are covered. You are delivered. You are saved. You are protected. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Baba, lift your face upon this congregation shine and smile on us oh Lord may we see your favor and your countenance looking upon us with joy as we serve you from the bottom of our hearts for the abundance of all things we give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus name and everyone said amen God bless you you may be seated God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.